J right in your face. Welcome back to episode seven of the Fadeaway. It's your host Fatty. Alongside me, I got LL Cool Zaid. <laughs> How you doing, bud? I'm good. Exciting week this week in what the NBA. The heck happened this week? Everybody I f- wants. I to feel leave. like I feel like a whole like whirlwind of events took place this week. What's going on though? How's your week? Not too bad. Refed my first couple games today. Yeah, um, nice. Pretty tough. I have a whole different perspective of what refs do, what refs do for the game, and yep. and and how they make calls and how they judge calls. The last two weeks, I know we've been taking the course to become refs. Yeah, I haven't spoken to a single ref in any game that I've played in, just as a respect that I've earned for these new for for these refs. It's 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 unbelievable what they do. Yeah, I mean, we did technically join them because we want to be better than them, but I, I definitely understand the struggle that they go through. Um, but I mean, I guess both of us still had better weeks than Anthony Davis, huh? Did he have a bad week? Not that he had a bad week. He just had a bit of a weird week, man. Now because he kind of locked himself in. He comes out and says, "I want out." Ten days before the trade deadline, and now what? Well, they're definitely not going to appease him. The the Pelicans already announced that they were not going to trade them, trade yeah. him to, to the Lakers. Like we have no intention of trading him to where he wants to go, and it, yeah. it's rightfully so. Like why would you first of all want to trade him to a competitor? Technically, you're right. a, a, a t- another team in the West. Um, not that they're even competitive, anyways. Uh, with the, the Pelicans being competitive at all in this year, I, I don't necessarily agree, man. I think that. Like, the concept of it, I think, is more of them just trying to flex their muscles on him. Like, you're not going to get what you want. But I think there could be some good packages coming their way, man. They should definitely consider it. From the Lakers? Yes. Did you see what they offered this week? (laughs) Well, that's I I saw many, many offers that they made this week. But I think the one that was the most concrete one was Kuzma, Ball, Beasley, Rondo, and a first. And a first. And a first. So you're offering... Basically, it's only Lonzo and Kuz because you have the hey, two man, veterans. Hey, man, Rondo led them to the playoffs last year. There's a special place in New Orleans. But he didn't resign for a for reason. Rajon. He uh-huh. didn't resign for a reason. Yeah. He didn't stay there for a reason. So you, you, you basically what the Lakers are doing is giving them two young guys and two guys that are salary that, that their salary is going to clear. Yeah, um, they're only one year deals, and that'll be easy and done with. But I want to just talk about you know AD demanding the trade. So we woke up yeah. Monday morning. Yeah. We saw 80 demands to trade. The Monday morning of the longest week in NBA history. Right, L- right. Little did we know. So you see the, the, the 80 demanding the trade Monday morning. And then Tuesday, it comes out that he says, I only want to, or I only have intentions to sign with LA. Yeah. Actually, my favorite part of this is it's actually not him even speaking. It's Rich Paul. It's Rich Paul, man. And to our, to our listeners, uh, Rich Paul is actually a childhood friend of LeBron James. It's, yeah. I think their acronym was like LRMR for like LeBron, yeah. Rich, Mav, and <laughs> the other guy that nobody knows. But th- these guys are like running everything. So Rich is the the clutch sports uh founder i guess or right. owner the guy who's operating the whole thing so he's the one that's coming out and saying this is this is happening and we're gonna give an arm and a leg before this man doesn't go to la and he's ad's agent yeah right, yeah let's yeah. make it clear AD fired AD's, his, yeah, he, yeah ad, AD AD fired fired his agent. agent last year signed with clutch sports and rich paul yeah so you kind of seen this coming even from last year like why what like you think ad's old agent couldn't get ad the max deal it, that's something inherent. You know, like that's nothing that the the agent will control getting a max deal Man, or not. Rich Rich Paul's pulled some stuff like Tristan Thompson on eighty four million. That's fine though. K, like, KCP on another eighty four million. That's like, fine, but AD is not gonna get a max deal. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like that's right. that's an automatic thing, right? So you obviously he signs with Rich Paul knowing that this is his intent. He wants yeah. to go to LA. You've seen when um, the New Orleans uh, Pelicans played against the Lakers after the game. He's like LeBron and and AD dap up. And they're like, oh, call me after. And then I'm going for dinner after the game. <laughs> call so, yeah. <laughs> These guys don't care anymore. They don't man. care anymore at all. And, you know, AD, what, what I'm finding in the NBA now is everybody 
is just doing whatever they want. Like before, it used to be like yeah. if you you never really had a say, I guess, in where you wanted to go. Sure, you demanded a trade. Many players have demanded a trade before. Yeah. Um, but they never said, "Here's where I want where to I go, go," or "Here's my happen. top four list of people or of teams I want to go to." How do, how do you even as you as a GM like? You, do you even respect that? Do you even want? Do you even want to trade them to the team that they want to be at? Like, what would what would you even do? I mean, from a from the perspective that he did it publicly, I think from that aspect, the GM doesn't and shouldn't respect him for it. But I mean, if he just pulled him aside in a room and said, "Listen, I've been here for seven, seven years. years. I've given my all to the city, and you guys haven't reciprocated. Let's call it what it is. They did not do a good job yeah. while having AD in their presence. They didn't ever bring him any other solid superstar. Yeah, they have a." A decent team they should be a playoff team don't get me right. wrong we're looking at seven eight seed nine creeping in at the end of the year not 13 14 no uh, they are underperforming but they they're not in a position to advance in the playoffs at all i think making the playoffs is an accomplishment for them so the fact that you have this guy there uh, you didn't do a good job and there's got to be some sort of accountability but if you are publicly saying i don't want to go anywhere but la you are really just cornering your team I, at the end of the day this team drafted him they paid him He's been getting paid a good amount of minutes, a good amount of minutes, a good amount of money. So he's uh, he's doing he's doing well. I, I don't respect what he did. I respect his reasoning for it. I yeah. think it's he says it's my time now. You know, I've given my time to the city and it's my time to do me. I, I respect it. I don't respect him necessarily cornering his team. There, there, there's many reasons that um, have been reported, right? So you obviously have him saying, I want a legacy. You know, it's, yeah. the money comes and goes. The money doesn't matter because he's going to get the same money wherever he goes. And he's, endorsements. It's A.D. Yeah, endorsements in LA will be huge. The amount of money he's made yeah. off his unibrow is probably more than <laughs> more than he's leaving on the table, man. So obviously the money comes and goes. Not that the money plays a factor. I mean, what's the difference between 130 million to 200 million? I mean, if, if you're asking me, it's 70, it's 70 million. If you're asking AD, but I don't it's, think it's, it's millions, money. man. It's, yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're gonna have many millions coming in in the future. So he says. It's not about money. It's about my legacy. I want to win. I want yeah. to contend for a championship. But then also there's reports that came out after saying he felt like, because the, the Pelicans are one of the only teams that in the NBA that are jointly owned. So the owner of the Pelicans also owns the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, the NFL team. Right, yeah. and they share facilities and like everything that just to make things cost efficient. Yeah. And he went out on record saying that I don't feel like the Pelicans are even, you know, favored by the ownership. It's all about the New Orleans Saints. So playing second fiddle as a team already is is tough so that owners don't bring in guys that you need. Yeah. Owners don't bring in guys that can help you propel you to a championship contending well, on team. On the bright side, the Saints are doing well. Are they well, really? I mean, I that total, aside I from this that, call yeah. that happened, yeah. yeah. But I mean, yeah, generally. You know what I mean? But they're doing well, obviously. Um, but he, he was on a team playing second fiddle in the ownership. He wasn't yeah. going to get what he wants and what he needed. So now, the Pelicans GM is in a, in, in, in a tough situation. You've got, what, maybe today's, you know, it's 10 days maybe left to the trade yeah, deadline. Yeah, February like 7th. A couple weeks, a week and a half maybe left. So what do you... What do you do? Do you just do you shop? Do you keep okay, them? What so do you do? I know a lot of people in the media are saying, "Oh, you know what they're gonna do is they're gonna wait till the summer, uh, till they see more options." Because right now, even Boston can't make an offer until unless they include Kyle or uh, sorry Kyrie, Kyrie yeah. in the deal, just because their con- their contracts are conflicting. But I would, man, I would really entertain it. I would milk the Lakers. The Lakers have a lot of good pieces. They have good youth. I would if I can swindle some way into getting bi in that deal you get yourself bi coups and ball ball doesn't want to play there i know he doesn't that's why you trade him ball ball lavar ball lavar they don't want to play there man i i would i would really consider because you can flip him you can flip him you can flip him you have drew holiday running your point you can flip lonzo a lot of people would take lonzo in this league and he's on a rookie deal so you're not paying him anything 
Take him. I would I would milk it, man. Like, AD's going to leave. You At the end of the day, he's going to leave. What better deal could they possibly get? I mean, Anthony Davis's father in the media said, I do not want my son playing for Boston yeah. after what they did to Isaiah. So right. Boston's really off the table. And I haven't really heard any compelling offers. I saw someone who simulated a trade for the Thunder that included Ooh, Thunder. Uh, Jeremy Grant, Terrence Ferguson, and I believe... Schroeder. Yeah, Dennis Schroeder. Dennis, yeah. yeah, so when you when you look at that, like, yeah. That's a good I deal. Mean, it's a good deal, but I'd rather have Kuzma, B.I., Lonzo, and a couple firsts over that, in my opinion. Terrence Ferguson looks like the product of a system. He's having one good year. Yeah, Jeremy yeah. Grant is a talented player. Dennis Schroeder, Long, we lanky. know what he is. He's a great backup, backup. point guard. He's not B.I. He's not Kuzma. Kuzma's a future superstar. Yeah. And I don't really, I'm not high on B.I., but he's capable. He can score. Everybody just says his ceiling, his ceiling. He looks yeah. like Kevin Durant. He's long like Kevin Durant. I don't Durant. know. I would I would personally entertain, and I think that's just the fan side of me because, man, I would love to see him in L.A. with LeBron. LeBron. My oh, goodness. Man. That would be so entertaining. It, it makes it tougher now that. Because I hate the Warriors. <laughs> yeah. And it makes it tougher now that Boston is basically off the table because, you know, they had all those restrictions around you can't trade Kyrie, I think it was. Right? Yeah, you yeah. Can't trade, and then you have. They're, they're both on their like super or the the double max or something There's like some that. Some sort of restriction if, where you can't trade Kyrie. Yeah. But if you're bringing AD, you don't want to trade Kyrie anyways. That's yeah, not the even, rules that rule. The that, rules yeah, rule. they shouldn't even be in the deal anyways. But then you have his father coming out and saying, "Don't, I don't want my son to play for Boston." So, but you know what I found funny about that? Okay, I just want to pause you there because he says, "I don't want to go for the team that." What they did Snakes. to Isaiah, but when you really break down what they did, they traded Isaiah for Kyrie Irving. Who wouldn't do that? <laughs> and you're and you're gonna leave the Pelicans because they didn't go out and get you a good player. But when a team does go out and get good players, you're gonna criticize them. What do you want? Make up your mind, Anthony Davis Senior. <laughs> Come on, man. Everybody has an opinion, and it's all they don't they don't always think it through. But almost in a way, as a GM, if I'm, it sucks because if I'm, I know his dad doesn't want him to go to yeah. Boston. Guess where I'm trading him to? Yeah, I'm gonna milk Boston for what they got. I'm gonna try to get Jason Tatum. I'm gonna try to get Jalen Brown. Yeah. I'm gonna try to get maybe Marcus Morris. Maybe I don't know if you're interested in a Hayward. He's shown flashes of what he can nah, be. He's on a fat contract for what he's doing. Right. Okay. Yeah, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you try to get the younger guys. You develop those guys. They're cheaper as well. But also you have to move AD's current. And contract. there's a lot. The younger so, guys don't necessarily want to be there if Kyrie's there. Like Jalen. There's been a lot of talk about J- the younger guys. Jason Tatum hasn't said anything. I think he's a little too young he's to, timid. to speak he's timid up. About but that but Jalen Brown's made it made it known. Marcus Morris has made it known. These are good players that you can get. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, I think for AD, Boston's off the table. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be a very long episode of Big Men because this week was just wild. Who and else wants out? I Who think, else? So I heard rumors. I don't know if this is accurate. Shout accurate. out DJ Khaled. Uh, I don't know if it's accurate, but I heard Blake Griffin wants out of Detroit. Why wouldn't he? <laughs> the Motor City? You don't want to be in Detroit? Not only is it really not nice, it's also really not warm. I heard you could buy a house for a dollar there at some point in the re- in recent that, that was, history. Yeah, <laughs> During the whole depression or whatever it was of the summer. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't want to say that Blake requested out because he did come out and say, I didn't say, yeah. my agent yeah, yeah. didn't say. But it's interesting when you think about it because I was looking at the first thing I thought. I'm like, Masai, you please, got please, to get please. this done regardless. Go out and get anybody. I, I, I don't care. Go, Even AD. Go Kawhi, for AD. Listen, Kawhi is here for a year. There's no way we're going to waste. That we're going to give year. away DeMar. You know, after 11 years of service, we're going to give away DeMar to have one year of really good basketball, but you're not really scratching the surface of a right. championship. Because right. right now they've plateaued. 
They really plateaued over they the last. They can't beat the Bucks. They yeah, they can't at beat all the Bucks at Come all. <laughs> it's a matchup nightmare for oh, the Raptors. Man. Yeah, so I, I would love to see Blake on the Raptors. Do you think uh, you think he'd be good there? You got any other teams that he'd be the, a good fit for? I'm just trying to see how he would fit with the Raptors. He's, he would have to play him at the five because he would take over Serge's spot, mm-hmm. right? He can shoot. He, he's, he's improved his jump shot from outside, from three-point range, from yeah. mid-range, everything. So I could see that he fits, and him and Kawhi would be a phenomenal duo. Crazy. And then you have Kyle Lowry as a third, which I think Kyle Lowry, Kyle Lowry – could be a third on a yeah. championship team. That would be that would be great. And you have yeah. Siakam. It might. I, I'm pretty sure Siakam's. we lose Siakam though. We would probably lose Siakam. Yeah, we there's would. no way and we Serge. can go. Who, who are we gonna give? JV. JV. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> Come on. So we, we would lose Siakam and Serge, which is okay. You're 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 filling in. You're filling in Serge, but you might as well. Like I, I agree with what you're saying. You can't give away a guy that's been or a Ibaka. Lifer. I thought I forgot about that. That's guy. what I'm saying. You have to give away Ibaka. Yeah, yeah. You have to. But you can't you can't give away a guy that's been a lifer in Demar Derozan and only go half in. Yeah, you got to go yeah. all in, all chips like on the table, go all out. Like the only the only thing that's setting us apart from last year and this year is that we have Demar uh, Kawhi instead of Demar. Uh, I mean, I don't like Kawhi is proven. Yeah, but he's a proven yeah. playoff performer, sure, right? And one of the struggles that we're seeing is Demar can't play in the playoffs, but Kawhi can. Right. So yeah, it'll be different. But when you look at the Bucks and what they got going on, you look at the Sixers and what they got going on. The Sixers are not a joke. They went into Oakland the other day and they slapped the Warriors. Right. You know what I mean? And Jimmy didn't even have a great game. So, yeah. That's why it's he's not scary. An you look but. around at everyone around us. I think Indiana now losing Oladipo makes them a little bit less of a contender. But you still got great man Boston. Boston is a really good team. Yo, if like, Boston gets Blake, geez. if the Thunder get Blake, I was I was the thinking, Thunder would be nice. I was thinking, imagine uh, imagine the Bucks got Blake because he's shooting threes now, and they're a three point shooting system. And I Brooks think him playing is, so well for them though. Brooks the five, but Blake would play the, the four? four. I think. Him and Giannis, though, like that three and the four, yeah, guess, it kind of it's kind of conf- bit yeah, awkward, right? But and and he should go to Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> him and D book, him and D book, and but DeAndre Ayton because nobody else is there, man. <laughs> if 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 the a team like a Thunder gets him, it'll, it'll be tough to work with Stephen Adams. But you've got an athletic lineup. Yeah, man. Like, that's man. athletic lineup. Yeah, you put man. him at the four, he can they he jump can still through stretch. the ceiling, man. Man, that's insane. Him and PG, PG so smooth. Westbrook so plays at a high pace. Blake can play at that high pace. Yeah, right. And Blake's a player who can. He's changed his game now to fit in with any team that. Bro, he stepped back threes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Crazy. Right. So Crazy. he can really fit in with a lot of teams. Um, maybe a team. Um, I was gonna say Utah. I don't know if that mm. would work. Yeah, it could Him work. as a stretch four. Yeah. Maybe but they have Joe Ingles, man. At a stretch four? At a three? Joe Ingles and him? <laughs> Joe man, Ingles is uh, one through five. Joe Ingles could play any position. Yeah. Guarding position. He's, yeah, he's, a, he's one of the legend, goats man. of today's game. But he, I mean, there's plenty of teams that he can be a great fit on and plenty of contending teams that he can be a fit on. It's just... What does Detroit want to do with this team? You know, mm-hmm. what I mean, where does they, where do they want to go with this team? Because this team is not even close to a championship contending yeah. team. You know, you've got good players, Reggie Jackson. You've got kind of like B list players. You know yeah. what I mean? You've got Reggie Jackson. You've got DeAndre. Uh, sorry, not DeAndre. Andre Drummond. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So a bunch of kind of the B-list. king of the twenty and twenty games. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But the guys, these guys can't win. No. Right. So they don't know how. I to think. Play. I think if if I'm hearing these rumors and I'm Blake. And everybody and their mothers is coming out and saying, I want to leave. I'm Why out. not go out and say you want to leave? Take me home. You've got a good deal on you right now. He you signed know, for another four years? He's on a match deal with the Clippers and got traded that Three months season. later, yeah. Right. So now so, I think his fourth year, four years, including this yeah, year. So yeah, so you got your money now. So request a trade. Say you want to leave. Everyone's saying it. Why not you? Let's talk about our neighbors. Uh, about an eight-hour drive away. Manhattan, New York. MSG, Madison Square. The Mecca. Can you believe the deal that went down this week? What Yo, a and, deal. and let me tell you, 
and I know that you know this because we were talking about this, but they broke the news. Woj broke the news, and I think who else would break the news? So Woj broke it, and like three minutes later, he quotes his own tweet and he says, "Let's try this again." They're actually now finalizing the deal. Yeah. Six minutes later, the Knicks receive Dennis Smith Jr., Wes Matthews, DeAndre Jordan, and a draft pick, and Dallas, home of Luka Doncic, what a, what a, what a deal. gets Kristaps oh, Porzingis. And Tim Hardaway Jr. Tim and, Hardaway Jr. And, and you got Courtney Lee. Courtney Lee and, and Trey, Trey. I think they threw in Trey Burke for fun. Trey Burke is not like man. He's not a scrub. Man. He's not he a scrub. He's not a scrub. But I, I don't think over over Courtney Lee. Some Courtney Lee. Was, and and actually, well if you really man. think about it, they have Devin Harris as their backup point guard. So Trey Burke is probably gonna yeah, get some run. Yeah, you know what I mean. But That's man, pickup. Kristaps and Tim Hardaway Jr. I need to discuss this with you right now, man. Who won this <laughs> trade? Because I'm I'm heated. I mean, it's 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 no okay. This is all dependent on how KP comes back. You know, and we've we're seeing guys come back from horrific in, uh, injuries. Mm-hmm. They come out fine. PG comes back two years later, killing it. Yeah. Um, you've got Boogie Cousins coming back, playing a huge role for the Warriors. Crazy. So I'm not, and he's he's got probably the worst injury of all of them. The Achilles, the Achilles yeah. yeah. The knee and the Achilles, those are the top two. And he's right? a big man too. You got to worry about that a little bit. Chris Stapps. So yeah, like seven foot three. Yeah, exactly. But the, but you're seeing guys coming back strong and coming back better. So you you kind of have to assume that KP will come back. What maybe seventy. Eight percent of himself, eighty percent of himself. You know well, what I mean? Like, Chris Stops also. Uh, Chris Stops looks like he's the son of the guy who fought Rocky. And uh... oh my goodness, bro. <laughs> he looks. Yo, so I, I don't know if he even has an ACL, <laughs> but I'm not too worried about his recovery. Bro, he looks like Andre Kirilenko. You yeah, remember Andre Kirilenko? Yeah, 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 AK-47. But I mean, by a landslide, the Mavs des- destroyed the Knicks with this deal. It you know what is I mean? absolutely crazy. What they, what Mark Cuban did is he recreated Steve Nash and Dirk Nowitzki. Except Steve but Nash is uh, Steve Nash is six seven. Yeah, he and Luca like Luca and Dirk ca- is seven three. Yeah, and yeah. It, I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you got guys who are bigger and more athletic, more mobile. KP is so much more mobile than Dirk. Dirk used to be for sure. Steve, uh, Steve Nash and, and Doncic, they kind of have a similar high tempo kind of play. Yeah, you know, they both set up the teammates really well. But you have like Doncic is six seven. Man, he's huge. Yeah. Imagine if his match was 6'7". Averaging 20 points a game, 7 assists, 6 rebounds. Is, in his like, rookie year. He's pull, 19 years old. How did they pull it off? But the, the, the Knicks, honestly, like, I know that... Yeah, we're not benefit. even remembering that they got Tim Hardaway Jr. Tim Hardaway's not a scrub, man. I know, I know. I, that's this a big, is he's wild. He's on a big deal. He's on a big deal, too. This is so. wild. He so. replaced Wes Matthews. <laughs> Come Wes on, Matthews man. bamboozled the, the Mavs when he signed Look, there after Portland. The only, the only thing that makes sense to me, and, and I'll give the Knicks some sort of credit... Um, they got a lot of money off their books. So yeah. I think Wes Matthews is getting $18 million that's going to come off at the end of the year. End of the year. DeAndre is about 21 22 coming off at the end of the year. End of the year. It's only end one of year. The year. Yep, they're both expiring deals. So they're going to have about $80 million in cap space to sign two max guys. So, you know, from the outside looking in, that looks pretty good. My but issue, when you really no, look no. at it, when you look at your... So the Knicks are essentially putting all their faith in two guys... Signing max deals with them. That's my issue. Because even if you got one guy, if they, let's say the reports are saying Durant, you know, they're looking, they're going after he Durant. Goes. Let's say Durant goes. Yeah. And nobody else goes. What are you going to do? It's going to be worse than the Thunder when he was on the Thunder because yeah, at least he absolutely. had Russ. Yeah. You know? So, what are you going to do? It makes no sense to me. I, I know people are saying, oh, well, you know, he was going to leave anyways. Chris Tops was going to, yeah, he was going to leave. But wait it out, at? man. Why did you have to trade him in six minutes? Like, I, don't, <laughs> I don't understand why Mark Cuban swindled. It's insane the what he did out bro. of the New York Knicks. My, my issue with the Knicks and why, you know, people always say, you, you know, you look at the you look at the players traded in this trade, and you're like, okay, Mavs won by a landslide. But yeah. then people come back and say, oh no, the Knicks they they cleared caps they cleared caps. So did Dallas, right? But 
Who are the Knicks gonna get? Who wants to go to that franchise? Bro, Who? For, forget that. No, there's there's no chance. You're you, you're clearing cap space for people to come, but nobody wants to come. Listen, you're talking, you want to talk about clearing cap space? Dallas got rid of 22 plus 18. They got rid of 40 million dollars in two guys. Mm-hmm. Picked up KP, who's on his rookie deal. Hardaway, Hardaway has a big deal. Hardaway has a big deal, has but big it's deal. it's probably I don't know what it is by off the top, but I'm pretty sure it's between 18 to 22. But the Knicks also got Dennis Smith Jr. Your guy. My former guy. Your man. former guy. Now you're on to Doncic, right? Yeah. <laughs> I love him in college, but he just doesn't look assertive. He's too small. It's There's not- guys that are too small, like Steph Curry's too small, but he runs around, he does his thing. I feel like Dennis Smith Jr. plays like he's 6'6", six, six, but he's 5'6". He's 5'6". So you got to change your game a little bit. He's not a bad player at all, but, man, I'm not... This is so bad. The like Knicks. Dallas, Dallas just built a dynasty. I think. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you right there. Yeah. So KP signing the qualifying offer, so right, right. that's going to make him an unrestricted free agent at the end of next season. Yes. So he's getting five million this year to yeah. play. Luca's on his rookie deal. Yeah, they have Tim Hardaway, probably a flippable piece, probably good to keep. A, but they a, have yeah. space to sign a max player because you have two. You have two max players already on rookie deals. Say what yeah. it is. KP's a max guy. Doncic is a max guy. You all you need is one more superstar. And how easy is it to track now? You have, you have two great. You have Doncic and KP and a max slot. The greatest thing about Kevin Durant's gonna sign with the Mavericks. You can heard you it imagine? Here first. Yeah, you think so? The greatest thing about this trade is that they brought in KP and KP I think wants to stay because you know he you loved, he he loves Dirk. He loves you see what Dirk. he tweeted. About what the, the he Knicks? tweeted the gif of him and uh, Luka Doncic hailing each yeah. other up. I have yeah. I don't have time. He wants to stay there. But these guys don't care. They didn't even wait till the <laughs> game was done. They did it at halftime, man. Bro, that's the greatest thing about the trade is that you got a guy who wants to stay. Like we got Kawhi Leonard. He doesn't want to stay here. No, not at all. You know what I mean? We went all in. We're we're kind of like oh, we're gonna go all in for this trade. Yeah. These guys, the Mavs went all in for a guy who's gonna stay with them, who would probably want to stay there with them for the rest of his career. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he first of all, Dirk is one of his mentors. So and Dirk's on the team. What what a team to go to! And they have Cuban who loves these European tall guys. Yeah, I was gonna say, isn't it funny? You're, Cuban made the comment uh, earlier. Oh man, Dallas has Harrison Barnes. <laughs> they yeah. have Harrison Barnes. Yo, I completely flippable. forgot flippable, about this man. man. Now that you have Harrison and and uh, you have Harrison and uh, what's his name? West? No, not West. You have Harrison and Tim, Tim Hardaway. They're pretty. Harrison. They're pretty. They're pretty much similar. Harrison. Uh, the thing is about Harrison, he's not assertive enough. Just like you said about um, what was it? You just said it about Dennis Smith. Yeah, ideally Harrison should be a better player than Tim Hardaway Jr. Yeah, but man. Tim Hardaway Jr. balls, you know, I'm mean, like he can he can get buckets, he can, he can, he can score. Buckets, yeah. So when I'm looking at like these these two guys who kind of do the same exact thing, Harrison Barnes could be like one well, maybe a, a defensive stopper. He's bigger, he's longer, yeah. Right, but I'm looking at something. Yo, I'm gonna try to flip Harrison Barnes and get something for that because I'm gonna I want to keep this guy who can who can be my maybe third or fourth option on my team and and just score when I need to when I hit open shots. You, okay, so so Dallas is kind of riding the 10-11 seed couple games out of the playoffs. I know KP is most likely not going to. I was going to say, do you think without KP, they still have Courtney, they have Tim, and they have Trey. Do you think that this can help them no. KP, get in that 8 seed? Considering the Lakers are fighting for the 8 seed, I don't re- really think so. LeBron's back. It's, it's, I it's mean, not. imagine LeBron misses the playoffs. That's another discussion. That's another discussion for another day, day yeah. but... I think that the key thing in this trade, obviously, is KP. Without KP, if KP doesn't come back the same, this trade, your perspective... In favor of New York. Yeah. Not, maybe not so much in favor of New York, but you kind of didn't really do much except for just clear space. Both clear, teams, yeah, clear right? So Which is not... You're not losing anything. You're not losing anything, of course. Yeah. But 
KP, it all rides on KP, right? If KP comes back healthy, comes back strong, comes back to see yeah, NBC, yeah, yeah. the KP that we saw in New York, what a deal. Yeah. What a deal this guy pulled off. But if KP comes back and he's injury prone or, you know, he hurts something else, you know, it, it, it really becomes like, okay, you guys just did that. It was, it was, a, it was a good gamble. You kind of just netted zero. You yeah. just stayed out where you were. You know what I mean? Yeah. Listen, I want to pick a pick a bone with you because I know you're mad. Oh, because he makes it harder for me every week. We talked about on episode five. You know, follow the leader. Follow the leader. We talked oh about my goodness. We named it that. Lack of leadership skills <laughs> and uh, namely Kyrie Irving. And I think on here you you came to his defense a little bit. I'm it not going to blame you because at the time it really wasn't as much as it is now. I know. But just to shed light to our to our listeners on what happened uh, in Thursday night, heading into Friday morning, in an interview. So back in October, Kyrie says to Boston media, he says, "If you will have me, I'd love to come back. I'll resign guy. here long term." Very nice, you know, hugs and kisses. Him and him and Brad, you know, they broke bread over this. They're like, "Oh, you know, you're a good guy. You know, I like <laughs> it here, and I want to stay." Fast forward to two two days ago, they're asking him, they're saying, Kyrie, you know, you said these things in October. What are your plans heading into free agency now that you know the NBA is in a whirlwind? Yeah. He goes, ask me come July 1st. I don't know anybody. Swish. (laughs) Yeah. He doesn't owe anybody anything. First of all, let me break down what a contract is, pal. Because to anybody who's a regular civilian that's on contract... You owe the person that you're con- contracted to your services. So, yeah, maybe he doesn't owe them an answer. But considering that you unsolicitedly came out in the media and said, I want to be here long term. And now we're asking you about your comments. You pretty much owe us an answer. Like, I- I'm sorry. You said it. He said an answer. No, that's not an answer. He's saying, come ask me July 1st. Why are you? I don't, I don't owe anybody anything. Listen, man, if you're, if you're the leader that you strive to be and that you talk about continuously being, what kind of leader says something like this? You know how many times LeBron has been facing free agency and they ask LeBron, what are you going to do this summer? He says, you know what? My main focus is this season. I want to finish out this season and do the best that we can do. And then when it comes to free agency, I'll think about it. Do we believe that? No. Probably not. No, absolutely Probably not. not. But it's definitely a much more consumable answer than, oh, don't ask me. I wait till July. I don't want anybody anything. So you're asking him to lie to you. That's your guy, man. You want him to lie to you. For That's the sake it. of the team. For the sake of the morale of the team. Listen, a leader and a manager at work might not necessarily shed mm. everything negative or put it in a more positive light. And that's what a leader does. He's not being a leader right now. He's right now putting his team in a position where they're like, man, like, is this guy really, is he here? Is, yeah. he, is he on board? Is he going to be committed? We don't know. And at this point, I would, I would look into training Kyrie right now. Flip him. You have him. a great wow. team. You have a great team. I would put Terry Rozier at the, to at start the him because you have so many good players around him that you'll be okay. Imagine the pieces that you can get for Kyrie. You knock on Detroit's door saying, hey, listen, you have Reggie Jackson, nice. That's but nice you have deal. Andre Drummond. That's a nice deal. Give me Blake. I'll give you Kyrie. You get your point guard big man duo. You can build a team off that. Give me Blake. The reason... Okay, there's a couple of things I wanted to address. So as far as Kyrie being a leader... He makes it harder for me every week to defend him yeah. from what comes out of his mouth. Obviously, it's sad, it, it sucks because he, he went around last offseason saying, I want to be a leader, I want to be a leader, I want to be a leader, whatever, whatever, whatever. Experienced it with these young guys. Maybe didn't go about it the, the best way, and I yeah. kind of give him a, a pass. I'm like, you know what? He's still learning how to be a leader or whatever. Then he goes and calls LeBron saying, I'm sorry for being a bad 
follower or whatever he wants to say. And then now he comes and says this. Obviously, what I'm seeing from Kyrie is that he's just kind of checked out of being in Boston. Mm-hmm. And why I want to address the comments he, you're saying, he's saying, I don't I don't owe anybody jack, right? Yeah. They asked him this in October, and they asked him they asked him this now for a reason. Because everything is, going everything is changing in the NBA. So yes. his answer is going to change as things change in the NBA. You can't ask me something a year uh, uh, today and ask me a year later. I might not have the same answer for you because everything in life changes. The way the NBA is moving, the way this deal just came out with the Mavs and the, and the Knicks, the way AD wants to go to LA, and then you have a little report saying Blake wants out. You have reports saying Clay might go to LA. Clay wants to go to you LA. You have so many different things coming out, and there's your opinion is going to change all the time. The way he goes about it and the way he says it is not definitely not the best way. But as far as him having a different answer, I don't think you can blame him for a different answer because things change. So your opinion and your answers are going to change. Now, going forward, you're saying flip him. Yeah. Who's going to take him with that attitude? Detroit's not going to take him. What do? You- oh, well, actually, it's hard. It's going to be hard to. I just thought about him right. being in a free agent at the yeah, end of the year. Yeah, who's going to take him with that attitude? You have to keep him. In, yeah. You have ten days to the trade deadline. He hasn't committed to you yet. He kind of screwed them over. You know, yeah. there's nothing else that the boss can do. Maybe they can knock on LA's door and milk LA. Danny yeah. Ainge could do anything. He, he could do a lot. That's the thing. Then Danny Ainge could do a lot, but to knock on LA's door and milk them, they know he's coming this season. For AD, it's a bit more worth it because he still has next season under contract with New Orleans. So yeah. instead of you just expediting AD coming, but they know Kyrie will want to come at the end of the season. So as far as flipping him, I don't think it's going to be that easy. Danny Ainge is still. A monster, what he does, and he can yeah. flip him, and he, and he probably can trade him wherever he wants him, wherever he wants him to go. But Kyrie, like, ugh, just don't speak anymore. Just don't, yeah. just don't speak to the media. If they Listen, ask you a question, just be like, pass. Danny Ainge should do something. Danny Ainge is one of the greater, probably one of the greatest GMs in the league today. Yeah. That guy, I feel like whenever he's on Tinder and the card that says uh, uh, rebuild comes up, he swipes left every time. Like, there's <laughs> this guy has dodged rebuilding like nobody else in the world. He's always improved, man. It's insane what he's done with that yeah, team. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, so the reserves came out. I think for the most part, I was we were right. pretty right. We? Yeah, we were pretty I won. right. I if you want to consider week. Dwayne Wade, win. which is a pity addition, I mean, that's fine too. And, and D'Lo. Yeah. But how do you... I had D'Lo in there too. Yeah, D'Lo? Yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. Fair enough. But how do you feel about, you know... We want to talk about who maybe who doesn't deserve there, who does who does deserve there to be. In Kyle Lowry does not deserve to be an All Star. Okay, we'll start with Kyle Lowry. I was gonna start with something different. We'll start with Kyle Lowry. <laughs> no. I'm with you there. I don't. I, think- I'm too heated about that one because my guy Siakam people are- deserves an All Star nod, and Lowry missed 20 games. So you're telling me that in 20 less games, Lowry's a much better player than Siakam. Lowry made it just by name. And it's kind of what we- name? It's, it's kind of- what name, man? No, no. When you when you build your your All Star kind of resume when you when you kind of become a multiple time all-star in a row your name lingers you know what i mean like you just kind of have a, a reputation not that i agree with that i'm not saying i agree with yeah. it but that, that's kind of the more of the thought process and i like so bogus larry man. i don't i just don't see it I don't, jimmy butler got left off yeah i would like there's these like, jimmy butler and jimmy butler has that all-star name you know and who did they who did they put in instead vooch not that we Come talked on, about Vooch. Man. We talked about Vooch Vooch. earlier in the series, and I do agree that he's a great basketball Vooch. player. All star, absolutely Vooch. not, man. Yeah, how are you gonna in one conference not give the Jazz any All Star players, which we're gonna I talk know. about right now? Yes. But then in the East, you're gonna give the Magic, Vooch. or even in the West, you're gonna. G- we'll talk about that again. I don't want to get too ahead of myself. <laughs> but Vooch is on a lottery team year in year out. Yes, he's performing, but you can't give that guy an All Star nod. Especially over guys that deserve it more. I, I'm not. I'm not convinced on Vooch. I, I'm not convinced on Vooch, and I'm not convinced on Lowry. You could have put Jimmy Butler in there. 
I don't know. Maybe it's because of the positions. Siakam. Maybe it's because of the uh, of the positions. They wanted a big man instead of whatever. Instead Siakam's of a, guard. a big man. Yeah, but he's not a five. You know what I mean? That that's that's the only way I see it. But like, you're just on a bad team. You don't. No. You don't. You're not relevant in the NBA. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't work out. Why, why? Why choose Vooch? What has Vooch done this season that has amazed you? Yeah. Have we ever talked about Vooch? Ne- I mean, you talked about him because <laughs> you were just gotta give him. We were talking top ten, top 10 in the league. Centers. Yeah, there's no other centers. That's, you know what that's I mean? the only discussion he'll come up. Like, come on, you can't tell me. Tell me about the West. Who you? Who's your beef in the West? I was I was six for seven from the West. Um, I had my guy Lamarcus Aldridge make it, and I didn't vote for him last last week, which is really funny. But um, I I don't even think he. I think of the two, Demar should have got it. You think so? Yeah. I think so. I don't think either of them. Demar is averaging that. a career high in assists. That's a pro- that's a system thing, though. I don't know. He has to move the ball in that system, or he's gonna sit. He's adjusted. He's he adjusted, adjusted well. very I well. I know he hasn't shot the three well, but of the two, I personally has. would have given it to Demar. But I'm not. I'm not upset about the Lamarcus Aldridge. I'm not upset about it, but I'm upset because I didn't get seven for seven in the West. Yeah. But, but I mean, everybody in the West, like you can, you can go back and forth and argue with these guys. You know, you had Russ Westbrook, who you said doesn't doesn't deserve it. He was voted an All Star, but he's averaging a triple double. So I don't understand. I think maybe you're going for a hot take there a little bit, but um, and hoping it went through. But Russ, Russ Westbrook got it. You got Cat who got it. You got Clay Thompson, Dame Lillard, Lamarcus, AD, and um, Jokic. Yeah, all guys who are very well deserving. What I like about this year is that Draymond Green didn't get it, and I think Draymond Green has only oh, but, gotten but it. But he built a name, bro. But no, he built a name, bro. <laughs> it doesn't work. Jimmy Butler, <laughs> Jimmy Butler built a name. He didn't get it. Yeah, but, but Jimmy played in the in the West for a bit of the for a bit of the season. So I think that's maybe what got that him, maybe yeah. it can be an Eastern All Star if you started in the West. Yeah. Something crazy like. But that. it's different when you build a name and then you go to a absolutely abysmal the next season yeah. and don't play well. And for me, like Draymond Green, if you talk about products of a system, like he he's not an All Star caliber player in general. Like. He just fills in your gaps for yeah. that team, and he's very good at it. Or he has been in the past. This season, he's been struggling. But I'm, I'm just really happy that he didn't make it because he's always been. He's always benefited from being a warrior. Yeah, and I think that's how he's made it every single year. And now we can't say that they've got five all stars. They've got, I guess, four. The Marcus doesn't count this season. Dude, this season, but I got cannot four. believe the Utah Jazz, the sixth seed in the West, has no single all star. Are you kidding? Does that make you cry? Because Gobert <laughs> cried about it. <laughs> Okay, guys, before we, we all start laughing at Gobert, there's a kicker in his contract that says if you don't make the All-Star game, you don't make a million dollars extra. You get a million dollar bonus if he makes so the All-Star game. He shed a tear for a million. He shed a tear. He turned his face away. He covered his his face with his yeah. hand when they were asking him about it. I'm like, bro, what yeah. what are you crying about? Yeah, I don't know, man. It, it is what He's it is. He's a borderline. Regard, but either Robert, either Gobert or Mitchell, you can't not have either one of them. I'm sorry. They're a playoff team. You can't give Cat... And not, and he's sitting at 13th in the West or 12th in the West. It makes no sense to me. What are you doing? It's it's a popular. What's an all star? Yeah, he plays well in losing games. Congratulations, man. You, <laughs> you give me 20. You give me 22 points a game, and you lose every game. Good job. Good for you. How about Donovan Mitchell, who's giving me 22 in winning games? Yeah, and leading it's unacceptable. And, and leading a team to wins. Right. He's in the he's second year in the league. Yeah. That's unacceptable, man. And it, it kind of it, it kind of rattles me a little bit because. You, we've had that debate with it's, you know, even last year with Ben Simmons or Donovan Mitchell, mm-hmm. who deserves to be the rookie of the year, right? Yeah. And you kind of have that debate a bit. It's a bit harder to, with the All Stars because one's in the East, one's in the West. But it kind of sucks to see a guy like Ben Simmons always get the nod and Mitchell never does. And Mitchell plays a way bigger role for his team than I would say Ben Simmons plays for his team, right? And it kind of sucks that he he gets snubbed every single time for every single accolade or every single award. And Ben Simmons is. 
steady there chilling. You know, being what is he? The, they call him the um, the Fresh Prince, yeah. right? He's just he's just steady there chilling. You know, he plays for a good team. He plays in. A, um, he doesn't. He's not. He's not even the number one guy on that team. I, yeah. I'd say Joel is the number one guy on that team. So you've got a player who is always benefiting from just being on a good team and being around good players. Yeah. Let's uh let's transition to pick and roll. Pick and roll. Talk about the games that we got. I know last week we did an all-star edition, but we're gonna be back on track this week. Yeah. Meaning I'll start winning again. So <laughs> I have one win. Give me the one win, please. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. <laughs> so um for pick and roll, we're gonna do Clippers Hornets. Uh, we're gonna do Pelicans Bulls. That's gonna be a great game. That's a great oh, game. <laughs> Lakers Celtics, Spurs Blazers. Uh, and Sixers Nuggets. Yes. What's your pick here for the Clippers? Clippers, I am going to go with the Clippers plus three. I think they're, they're still a little bit in the playoff contention. They're still in, in maybe the eighth or ninth seed. Uh, as far as the Hornets go for me, they've got Julia Okafor, who's been playing well for them. Um, but Pelicans, I just don't not think... the Hornets. Sorry, I apologize. Sorry, sorry. Uh, the Hornets, to me, is just, I don't think they'll be able to keep up with the Clippers. I know Kemba Walker is having a, a crazy season. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the Clippers as a team, they just operate really well. Doc Rivers has them playing really well. Tobias Harris was a borderline all-star this year, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm just gonna go I'm gonna give the Clippers an odd plus three. Honestly, as we as we get closer to the all-star weekend, I feel like there's buzz in Charlotte. There's the oh, okay. people are feeling okay. good. Kemba's a starter for the first time in his career. He's feeling good. Yeah. I'm gonna go Hornets plus three on this one. They're both pretty even teams. Yeah, it's um, hard. It's a hard this one is a hard one. It was a tough one, but I got I'll take the Hornets in this one. For the Pelicans and the Bulls, considering this game is gonna be consisted of like triple A players from the AAA, local even from the local monarchs team are gonna sub in for this one. Cause like literally neither of them have any players on their <laughs> rosters. I'm gonna go Bulls by four just because the Pelicans just cleaned house. So uh, I got Bulls by four on that one. I'm gonna go New Orleans New Orleans by seven, sorry. Really? Uh, yes. No chemistry too. Yes. Um mainly because they still got Drew Holiday who is a star. Um, they still got Alfred Payton, who I think is a good player. And Julio Okafor has been able to fill in the role for AD. Obviously, he's no AD, but he's been grabbing maybe, what, 20 and 8, 20 and 10 a yeah. game, right? So he's been doing well. Yeah. So I think, and I think they want to they wanna play and impress those around them, especially with AD saying that he doesn't want to be here. And I've seen so many clips of AD being ignored by coaches and by players. Or in, when they took him out of the uh, the introduction. Exactly, in, uh, right? In, so in the so they, they've got a bit of a, of a chip on their shoulder, and I think they're going to pull this one out against the, the lowly Bulls. Okay. Um, before I give my prediction on that one, I just want to say I think I said the Pelicans cleaned house. That was an accident, and I forgot that they didn't do the trade. But the there's trade. a lot of commotion happening in New Orleans, and I think people are just emotionally up and down with AD leaving yeah. and, and all that kind of stuff. So they're a bit distracted. You're, you nailed, you nailed it, though. Julio's having a great couple games, and he's making a name for himself. Yeah, exactly. Free jaw. Yeah. So Lakers and uh, and Celtics, that's going to be a good one. LeBron's back. Kyrie's playing against his dad. Sorry, against his friend LeBron. Uh, so... <laughs> Honestly, for this one, I'm going to go Boston plus nine. They got too many weapons. And right now, I think a lot of the Lakers young guys are facing sure. trade adversity yeah. for the first time in their career. So a lot of them might not know how to function. They might be a little bit nervous. And Boston's just too deep. So I'm going to go Boston by nine. Uh, I'm going to agree with you, but I'm going to go Boston by seven. I just, I wanted to pick LA because I was like, LeBron doesn't want to lose against Kyrie. Yeah. That's number one. And he wants to bring him in. Yeah. So why would he want to lose against him but i i mean lebron can only he he's he can only do so much and he just i feel like he'll be overmatched by the team play hopefully they play as a team by the celtics and like you said a lot of these young guys are facing 
this trade adversity for the first time. They don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, the day after. Yeah. So I feel like they're walking a little bit on eggshells. So any big mistake by them, that can just kind of ruin a whole game for them. So I'm going to go Boston up by seven. Okay. And who you got for Spurs and Blazers? Spurs and Blazers, that's a tough one because they're kind of evenly matched. They're, um, they're, they're pretty similar teams. So when I look at those two teams, I'm going to go by which team has a better coach, which team has a better system, which team has a better team chemistry. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the Spurs for me. So I'm going to go Spurs plus five. Yeah, I got Spurs plus six on this one. Like you said, man, they're just they're clicking really well right yeah. now. And Pop has them gelling. Uh, I, I don't see the Blazers beating. I No matter how well the Blazers do in this season, they're like, to me, they're like the Raptors of the East. Yeah. They're like that team that always does well in the season, but they're just not a threat. I don't know. They, they play well against really bad teams, and they don't do so well against really good teams. So I got Spurs by six. And for the last one, Sixers, Nuggets, I'm going to go Sixers by five. They're just deep. They walked into uh, the Oracle the other day and, yeah. and, and took them back to school. So I, I got I got Philly in that one by five. I got Philly by seven. I think... I don't think Joel and Jokic cancel each other out because they're both great players. They're both different styled big men. Yeah. Um, but I just think Joel is going to be too overpowering for a guy like Jokic. You don't see really Jokic being physical. Mm-hmm. He's more a bit more of a finesse. So I'm just kind of that power I think is going to overwhelm him. Yeah. Um, and you've got like good. Jamal Murray's injured. He's not. Yeah. He's been hurt. Lately. Right. So and you've got good role players like I I I saw Shamit. Yeah. On the Sixers, he hit a he had a huge block and comes back hit an and one three against yeah, against the Warriors. Yeah, so you got your role players clicking, you know. I mean, when you have got your role players playing well, um, there's only there's no downside to any uh, any of your plays. Yeah. So I'm gonna go Sixers by seven uh, with that one. Awesome. And now, the ever so awaited, the coveted Hall of Fade. I can't wait for you to announce who it is this week. This week, and I got to be honest with our listeners because <laughs> I did bash this guy last week and I did undermine his performances per se. And you suggested him And this I week. did suggest him this week. Russell Westbrook of the Oklahoma City Thunder. Russ. We got a back-to-back OKC gang. Oh, man. And we got PG last week. Um, three triple-doubles this week. They're on a seven-game winning streak, but oh, this wow. week they won the three games they played. Um, his points look his points aren't that high the first game he had 13 13 11 but he shot I think the first game he shot 5 of 20 which is awful yeah but the second game he had 23 14 and 14 off like 45 Mm percent and then the third game he had 14 12 and 14 but he shot 6 of 10 so he took 10 less shots I think he's starting to get the hint a little bit that you gotta defer yeah, you gotta defer. You gotta let PG do his thing. PG had ten threes. You gotta let other guys do their thing because they have a lot of good players, man. Jeremy yeah. Grant is really flourishing. Stephen Adams is a really good player. Terrence Ferguson is is coming into his own. Dar- Dennis Schroeder is playing well. I I'm really liking Russ, who's shooting a lot less. Yes, and and really distributing and being more because at the end of the day, no matter what, no matter how many missed shots Russell has, he's someone to worry about on the court. Yeah, he's an aggressive force. He's going after the ball. So if he's just shooting a little bit less, he's still that same force. He's mm-hmm. just not letting other guys do the work. So I got to give it to him. Three and a week, three triple doubles in a row. Um, the most astounding thing for me is almost 13 assists a game. So he, got a round of applause for, for Russ. You know, he broke one of Oscar Robertson's records this week. Mm-hmm. I believe he, taught, he notched his fourth triple double for the fifth time. So in a row, sorry, four triple double and in four row, triple doubles yeah. in a row for the fifth time in his career. Yeah, that's the previous record was Oscar with four. So he's got five now. So yeah. he's just been 
he's just showing how much of an all-around player he is. And now he's showing that he can be a leader. He can adjust to what his team has in front of him. And he's been able to facilitate that to his team. So yeah. he's just been he's been getting better. Yeah, and and listen, Habit's been giving me a lot of grief all week. <laughs> he's like, How can you not pick Russell Westbrook for an all-star? Are you crazy? This guy's averaging a triple double and he's almost normalized it. And and that really hit me because when you really think about what he's doing. A couple years ago, a triple-double was like, wow, a triple-double. Yeah, man. And now it's like it's almost night in, night out. And then you're like, okay, you know, we're over it. We're over it. It's still a triple-double. Yeah, it's still man. something that, that's got to be recognized. So congratulations to Russ. He's uh, a proud owner of uh, the Hall of Fame. Episode 7. Yeah. So, guys, um, this does wrap up our freaking crazy week i think this week is probably one of the the worst in nba history slash best it's just every day it's like an emotional roller coaster up and down um thank you guys for tuning in obviously you know we're we're available on any streaming website that you listen to whether it's spotify google uh google play apple music youtube uh and guys please hit up our facebook page and just write things like when i say ridiculous things on air when zade says ridiculous things on air usually let us know how you feel about it like we're open to discussion and we'll partake in debates. Trust right, and, me on that. And even comment on things that you guys want us to talk about, you know, spark up your own maybe discussions um, whatever, for whatever you're thinking about, whatever you're feeling. Yeah. Um, if you want to ask us for what we think about some ideas that you may have, you know, we're welcome to any subject and we can always, you know, think about taking these things and, and recording yeah. and talking about them. So, you know, feel free to comment, start some debates, start some, stir up some drama. Uh, we'll be on there monitoring. We'll be on there commenting. Commenting, and if you want to, you know, if you want to get into it, we can get into it. Yeah. So, uh, with that being said, enjoy the rest of your drive. I know you're on your way home from work right now, so uh, take care and enjoy it. Thanks, guys. Ease.